On this Friday edition of the Compete Everyday Podcast, I'm going to tell you why the greatest competitors still lose and you shouldn't be shocked when you fall short. Welcome back to the Compete Everyday Podcast, competitors. Today is the last day of January 2020. How has your first month gone? Are you still focused? Are you still moving forward toward those goals, those things that matter? Or have you dropped off a little bit? The beauty of today is today is a fresh new day for you. So regardless of whether it's January 31st, February 1st, February 10th, whenever you are listening to this show, it's a chance for you to do a reset, to reset, refocus on the things that matter to you. If you've fallen short of where you want to go, today's episode is going to be right in line with where you are right now in life. And if you're still pressing forward, Take a second, take a deep breath, and press onward. Don't give up. Don't fall short. Expect adversity, expect challenges, but do not expect them to stop you. I'm going to dive in more to how the most successful, why the best competitors still fail. But first, as always, I want to remind you some ways you can get connected with us here at the Compete Everyday Podcast. If I haven't introduced myself and this is your first episode, my name's Jake Thompson. I'm the founder at Compete Every Day, and I'm excited to have you here on the show where we help ambitious leaders, driven people just like you, understand how they can compete every day to win their work, their workouts, and their life. You'll find guest interviews on this show, solo podcasts like today, and content all designed to help you build your grit, your focus, your leadership skills, the things you will need, the soft skills you need to excel in your career and in your life. To get connected with other people that share that same mindset, that are striving to do more, join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash groups slash compete every day. We do monthly physical challenges that will get you out of your comfort zone, help you grow your mental toughness and grit. We do all sorts of things to help you connect with other people within the community And you'll also find out the first news on all the new programs that compete every day, including the Competitor University, the release of my very first book coming up later this spring called Compete Every Day, the not-so-secret secrets to winning your work in life, and a ton of other events and offline opportunities for you to connect with other ambitious people. Be sharpened with the social circle you hang around so that you can excel and elevate your life this year. Now... As always, to get in touch with the show, drop me an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com. Include the subject line if you're reaching out this week. I will. The subject line, I will. And then tell me one thing you're going to achieve in February. Tell me the one thing that you plan to accomplish before we get to February 29th, 2020. I'm excited to read your emails. I'm excited to get connected with each of you. And now let's dive into this week's show where we talk about why the most successful people still fail? I love this quote by Dennis Waitley when talking about failure. He says, failure should be our teacher, not our undertaker. Failure is a delay, not our defeat. It is a temporary detour, not a dead end. Failure is something we can avoid only by saying nothing, doing nothing, and being nothing. The best we ever know, the best we ever watch, have failed. In sports and in life, failure comes for those doing amazing things. Michael Jordan, the greatest basketball player of all time, experienced failure. 
He failed to reach the NBA Finals during his first six seasons, including three straight postseason exits by the Detroit Bad Boy Pistons. He failed on perfection. He missed over 12,000 shots in his career, including 26 different game winners. But Jordan is known to credit his failures as the fuel for his future successes. Serena Williams has experienced failure. One of the greatest tennis players of all time has lost 10 different Grand Slam finals and 15 additional championship matches. But in those failures, in those heartbreaks, she has pulled valuable lessons that have helped her to win future matches. She says, I don't like to lose at anything. Yet I've grown the most, not from my victories, but from my setbacks. Tom Brady, arguably the greatest quarterback in NFL history, has lost 75 games, including three different Super Bowls. The one that we all thought they would win when they were 18-0. We were waiting for perfection. They lost. Brady was once asked what his favorite Super Bowl was. And he responds by the next one. You see, he's undeterred by his past failures. He's not shaken by the things that haven't gone his way, and he's not living in his past wins. He's only hungry to get that next one. For those of you listening that are active in CrossFit, you know the story of CrossFit Games champions Rich Froning and Matt Frazier. They've both experienced failure. Rich famously lost the 2010 CrossFit Games championship to Graham Holmberg after failing to complete multiple rope climbs. He went on to win the fittest man on earth crown from 2011 to 14. Matt Frazier finished second in 14 and 15 before stringing together his own four-peat from 2016 to 19. The most successful competitors you can think of in sports and the ones you can think of in life have experienced failure. The the gut-riching, emotionally draining failure of falling short of a goal they've worked so hard for. They've worked months and years for. They've trained, they've put blood, sweat, tears, they've made sacrifices for this goal, and then they've come up short on game day. For a lot of us, we have those failures, those gut-wrenching moments where we fall short of what we expected ourselves to do, and it becomes the end of the road. We quit, we give up. We stop any pursuits. We don't even consider getting back up and trying again because For some reason, we have this idea that the pain of that loss is too much for us. The pain of that loss is too much. We don't ever want to feel it again. And so to numb ourselves from feeling emotion, from feeling pain, from experiencing life, we shell up. We stop getting outside of our comfort zone. We become complacent. We allow our comfort zone to kill our dreams and squash our potential. It's an unfortunate part that most people do. You know, there's, there's always two types of people that quit. They're the, the ones that have made the sacrifices, that have trained, that have worked hard and have fallen short. And they quit because they don't want to lose again. They're so afraid of losing that they don't ever want to put themselves in that position again. And then there's those other ones. They're so afraid of the idea of failure that they never enter the arena of competition to begin with. Like they don't even try. They don't make the sacrifices, the investments, the work because they're so afraid of what they think failure is. Theodore Roosevelt called these people the cold and timid souls who will know neither victory or defeat. It's true that they will never know the deep pain of defeat, but in that same vein, they'll never experience victory. They'll never experience life. 
Victory is only found through competition. See, that's the thing. It's like relationships. You may get your heart broken. Someone may hurt you so deeply. They may leave you. They may break your heart. What feels like breaks your soul. But if you allow that one person to do that, to put you in a shell and never try to date again, never try to find love again, never get outside again because you're so afraid of that pain, then all you've done is wall yourself off of life, wall yourself off of experience, wall yourself off of what truly is out there. See, we were created for community. We were created for other people. And when we try to wall ourselves off and protect ourselves off and put this fake bravado on and keep everybody at a distance because we're so afraid of being hurt again, we're never able to experience life because we don't allow them to be close enough to add value to us, to enrich our lives. You're not guaranteed a pain-free life when you fall in love. Just like you're not guaranteed victory every time you step into competition, it doesn't guarantee you victory. But what competition does guarantee you is that you will either either taste the fruits of victory, that sweet taste of winning, or you're going to learn what it takes to get there. You either taste victory or you learn what it takes to get there. See, I didn't say you fail, you suck, you lost, your game's over, it's ever, you a horrible person. No, I said in that moment, if you fall short of winning, you discover what that gap is, what you need to do next time to get better to win it. And it's through that knowledge, through those lessons that you can start to bridge that gap. So the next time you have that opportunity, you will know how to win it. In sports, there's a lot of conversation in the playoffs, especially around young and experienced teams that they need a year or two in order to make a championship run. That you don't see this hot team come out of nowhere and on the first year they make the championship. They have to taste playoff defeat. They need to feel the sting of that loss when the games matter most in order to understand what that extra level of play required to win is. A perfect example is this upcoming Sunday Super Bowl. Kansas City Chiefs lost last year in the playoffs. The San Francisco 49ers had a terrible year marred by injuries. They came off bad seasons last year. They know the pain of falling short. And now they're in the opportunity to win it all. Teams have to experience adversity in order to learn what more they need to become to overcome it. And our life works the same way. We spend our entire life avoiding failure. Then at the same time, we spend our entire life avoiding any achievement of merit. You can avoid failure, you can play it safe, but you're going to sacrifice the opportunity to ever do anything great. Failure will happen on the way to a meaningful goal. That's why the best ever have failed so often is because they're going after things that matter, going after important things, big things, unbeatable things. They're going after things so big that failure along the way is inevitable, but what they see instead of failure and dead ends is lessons that are going to teach me how to bridge that gap. You're going to fall short. You're going to misstep. You're going to miss the mark. And in some cases, you're going to miss the mark multiple times. But here's the key. If you take nothing else away from today, take it this. What matters most is that you get back up and keep going. What matters most is that you pick yourself back up, find the lessons in what went wrong, and use them to your advantage the next time. Don't play the cowardly game that most of the world plays by running from failure, by being so afraid of failure that they fail to try anything ever again. Don't rob your life of those experiences. 
There may be pain, but the only way you're going to find victory is by putting yourself out there. The only way you're going to discover what you're truly capable of, what you were created to be, is by putting yourself out there and chancing that failure in the pursuit of more. Great competitors refuse to let failure stop them. They view those negative situations as learning experiences. And then they burn those lessons as fuel for their growth forward. Don't believe the lies that social media paints that people tell you that greatness is about being perfect. It's not. It never has been. It never will be. Greatness is about enduring the flames of failure and still pressing on. Walking through that fire. Being sharpened by the challenges of life and never giving up. Greatness is about competing every day through and beyond failure instead of giving up every time it arrives. The best who ever lived in sports, in business, in life have survived their failures because what they saw the setback is simply the setup for their bigger comeback. And they were solely focused on what they could learn and what they were going to do next. And so can you. Thanks again, competitors, for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. As always, to support the show, visit CompeteEveryday.com and use the code PODCAST to get 15% off any order inside. As well as you still have time, it may be the end of January, it may be the start of February, but you still have time to join the 2020 Club and be part of our exclusive monthly Shirt of the Month Club that features a ton of discounts, secret codes, secret releases, and more only for our members. You can find out more, get signed up at CompeteEveryday.com. Until I see you next week, keep competing every day to win your work, your workouts, and your life.